At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome. The New York City cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. A Thursday show for you. Ryan Rothstein of the Philadelphia City cast going to join us for a little bit. Talk some NFL, maybe a little college. We'll do some different things with Ryan. But we start with the baseball, and I got plenty to say on both teams. We'll get to the Yankees. Trust me, we'll get to the Yankees, but they are off today, which is good. Don't really feel like watching them today. Could use a break from them. And the Mets, however, are in action. Bassett against Kershaw. Dodgers favored minus 125, total 7.5. That was a lot of fun last night. Uh, as far as the game today, a 4 o'clock Eastern start, which is a weird start for a Thursday. Usually, if they play on Thursday, they play either Thursday night or early, early Thursday on a getaway day to play that weird in-between time. Thursday, 4 o'clock, 4.10 start uh, is a strange, strange start time. Mets have had a couple strange start times this month. Remember, they played the Braves that Sunday afternoon, that 4 o'clock start time. Um, earlier in the month, but this is uh, def- definitely a strange start time. And I like the under here. Bassett really does a good job of limiting hard contact. Top three or four in the league in terms of lowest hard contact rate. Kershaw coming back off the IL, a sub one whip, so he's still very good. He doesn't have the dominant MVP Cy Young stuff he had seven, eight years ago when he was basically the best pitcher on the planet. He was the best pitcher on the planet. Now he's just, he knows how to pitch. He's still extremely effective. So I will go under the 7.5, plus you have to deal with the, the shadows here of the start time where those shadows start to creep in middle of the game. It's harder to see the ball, harder to pick up the breaking stuff. So I will go under 7.5. That is the pick today. Bounced back by picking the Mets yesterday. And 
Boy, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun last night. That was postseason atmosphere. That was great baseball. And you look at the Mets and the Dodgers. They've played six games against each other. It's 21-20 in terms of the score. Each team has won three games, a bunch of one-run games. DeGrom and Scherzer hadn't even thrown a pitch in this series until last night. Now the Dodgers can say, hey, we have pitchers hurt too, which is true. But these teams are very evenly matched. I just hope we get this in October because that was so much fun. Uh, the great catch by Nimmo. DeGrom was incredible. I mean, some of the stuff DeGrom throws is, is just insane. Although, hey, if Nimmo doesn't make that catch, it, he does give up two runs. But DeGrom is the, just the best pitcher on the planet. It's that simple. One of the best pitchers I've ever seen. He's got to be in it's tough because it's such a pitching era. And I always think prime Pedro Martinez when everyone was juiced up and everything was in favor of the hitter and he was still dominant. That's my default for best pitcher I've ever seen. But Van DeGrom is really making a case. He is unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Diaz comes in, gets the job done quickly in the ninth. That was fun with the trumpets. I thought that put a lot of pressure on Diaz to get that save because to have that whole production, to have the guy in the field playing the trumpets, if you ever blew the save and lost the game, that would have been a very awkward scenario. So, but look, I mean, Diaz does, uh, th there's just no concern. Nothing seems to get to him. It's amazing. 2019, it's, it's amazing. That's the same person. Maybe it's an indictment on the balls. It got in his head a little bit, whatever the case is. Strikeout, ground ball, ground ball, the game's over. He is just a cheat code. He has faced 201 batters this year, and he has struck out 100 of them. He is insane. Speaking of best you've ever seen, he's not Mar I mean, you, know, you can't put anybody on Mariano's level, but just the level of dominance. I don't know that Mariano at his best was ever this dominant. He probably was just because with that cutter, you couldn't get the ball to the infield. He was just so overpowering. It wasn't always with the strikeouts, but it was just weak ground ball after weak ground ball, jam shot after jam shot. But, man, Diaz is just so damn good. And the Mets, show, Mets have DeGrom, Scherzer, and Diaz. That's a lot to deal with. That's three of, I don't know, the five, six, seven best pitchers in the sport. And the offense is good enough. They do lose Beatty, who looks like he's going to be done most of, if not the whole season, with the injury. So, I mean, he wasn't very good on defense, but that was a live bat. It's a guy the Mets uh, have high expectations for in terms of a prospect. So that's something to consider. But Braves do win last night, so you're still at three. But the Mets, look, you got one more game against the Dodgers, and we've talked about this Dodgers series for a long time, not only being a great test, but sort of being that last hurdle where, all right, after this, you can take a deep sigh of relief because it's the Washington Nationals this weekend for three games at City Field, then it's the Pirates, and then you go down the line between the Marlins and the Cubs and the Nationals again and the Pirates again and the A's. It's just such an easy schedule from this point forward. So... I mean, at worst, the Mets lose today, the Braves win, and you clear this schedule, and you still have a two-game lead, and then you have the softest schedule you can ever imagine. You have a clear path to get to 105, 106 wins, somewhere in that range. And you did a great, great job. If you win today, boy, you feel really great about this division. Mets minus 445 here in Bet Rivers to win the NL East. You feel re good regardless. This is a nice – this would be a nice one to get. This would be a nice one to get. But even if you lost, the Braves won – Hey, you're going to kill the Nationals this weekend. I would expect them to sweep the Nationals this weekend. And then if you go from there, you um, you can look at it as a scenario where the Braves are just going to be hard to make up ground because the Mets are going to win a lot of games. I know we said this about the Braves before, and they have a habit of winning 8 out of 9, 13 out of 15. I think they had a 14-game winning streak early in the year. But the Mets are going to string together a bunch of wins here over the next two or three weeks. And if you give them a two-game lead, which you're going to have at minimum, or a three-game lead, a three-game head start coming into the stretch, Mets are going to be nearly impossible to catch. Now, the Braves and Mets do have the three head-to-head -head later in September as we do flip the calendar to September today. 
But if you're the Mets, you hope you go in that scenario either clinched or in a position where you only need one win to put Atlanta to sleep, clinch the tiebreaker head-to-head, and go away and win this division. So Mets are in great shape here. Mets are in absolutely great shape. I like the under today. I got a feeling they figure out a way to get this game. So if I had to pick the game, I would probably pick the Mets. That won't be a bet, though. If I had one bet, it would be the under 7.5. And I would pick the Mets. I do think they'll figure out a way to win this game. And Mets are fun. We've said it all year. Really really, really said it going back to November. The, the Mets have some karma. The Mets have some juice. It's ever since they signed Scherzer, the new ownership, they had that whole weekend, Thanksgiving week, when they signed Marte, they signed Escobar, they signed Canna, and then they top it off by signing Max Scherzer. Just an incredible weekend a sign that it was a different day a new day new ownership new philosophy going to be aggressive going to shop at the you know the best style shop at the best stores and give you the best product as Mets fans so looking forward to the game today speaking of shopping for the best products you can't say the same about the team across town because another just awful loss for the Yankees I can't kill Cole two misplays behind him Donaldson should make that play and then Kyder Falefa I'm going to get to Kyner Falefa. He makes an error. Cole gives up a homer. Or you say, hey, we're paying this guy 300 something million dollars. Don't give up a homer. Nobody's perfect. You have a lineup with Trout and Otani. You give a team extra out, you're going to get, I mean, all it takes is one pitch. And the one pitch costs the Yankees the game. Again, they don't hit. Rizzo's dealing with a back injury. But why Kyner Falefa is still on this team? He gives you nothing. Absolutely nothing. He can't hit. He can't hit for power. He doesn't walk. He's not good in the field. He's just not a good baseball player. He's not a good baseball player at all. And this was the best free agent class in terms of infielders in history with Freddie Freeman and Seager. And you go down the line, there were so many options here. Specifically Freeman and Seager because they were left-handed and you need that left-handed presence. And I mentioned the other day, Rizzo is the most beloved 220 hitter I've ever seen in my life. Kiner Falefa over Seager is ridiculous. This is a a Yankee team that prints money. They print money. They're worth $7 billion. The kid inherited the team from his father and won't invest back in it. It's just ridiculous. All they want to do is take your money as a fan. Just get you be competitive enough where they can win 90 games, flirt with a playoff position. If they get in, great. If they win a round, great. Just want to be competitive and make it seem like they're trying to win. Keep you getting coming back to the ballpark where you can spend your 50 bucks to park. It's just a total Ponzi scheme at this point. And it's really starting to reflect on the field. How kind of Falefa is on this team now is ridiculous. And the money's an issue. Their cheapness is an issue. But they have this kid, Peraza, and the minors call him up. I don't know what you're waiting for. I understand throwing a kid at shortstop, onto shortstop, in the middle of a pennant race on the New York Yankees is a stressful situation. It's a tough spot. But he literally cannot be any worse than Kiner Falefa. He absolutely cannot. And it's just infuriating at this point. It's really tough to watch. They haven't hit. Stanton hasn't done anything since he came back. It's just, it's not a good lineup. There's so many issues at the bottom of the lineup between Donaldson and Kiner Falefa. And, I mean, you just go down the line. It's just, it's it's sickening to watch. It gets exhausting talking about it. And they look up. There are only five games in the loss column ahead of Tampa. Six games overall ahead of Tampa. They've played two more games than Tampa. And they play Tampa six times over the next couple of weeks. So they play them this weekend. They play them next weekend, Labor Day weekend. So, uh... Things are going to get tight. Your Yankees are going to have to win some games. Now, McClanahan doesn't sound like he's going to pitch here for a few weeks. With the Rays, sounds like he's going to be out at least a couple weeks. So that's a break. And if that were not the case, five in the loss column. Let's just say, I mean, the Rays could easily go four and two against you the way you're playing. I mean, you're losing to the Angels. You had a stretch here against 
the Angels and the A's where you what went three and four. You went three and four. I mean, this is a bad Yankee team right now. It's not. I mean, they had that five game winning streak, so you never know what's what with them. They beat the Mets those two games. They had the game against Toronto that Sunday, so they turned that into a five game winning streak after they beat Atlanta. They beat uh, Oakland those first two, and you thought they were back on track, but since then. They've played terribly again, and they've played ter terribly here, really, since the All-Star break, since a little before the All-Star break. That, that series against Cincinnati, they had the series in Fenway where they lost two out of three, and that's sort of where it started to fester, that Fenway series, where they had a couple bad losses, and they were playing so well at the time. All right, you know what? Couple, They were really bad losses, but they're so far ahead. They're due for it, yada, yada. And then here we are six weeks later, a month, you know, five weeks later, and it's really, it hasn't gotten better other than, a few games here and there. They have really just been a bad baseball team for a long time now. And they have real issues. They have absolutely real issues. The, the positive is, hey, they probably have enough here to sneak past the Rays and, and just hang on for dear life and win this division. They are now minus. Boy, this thing has gotten tight here in the AL East as the Rays are now, let's see, as you pull it up, Yankees minus 333. Uh, there's three zeros there, so minus 3,000 for the Yankees. It was minus 10,000 at some point, at one point. So it's really tightened up here in the NLEs as you go to Bet Rivers, download the Bet Rivers app, check out everything they have to offer. So Yankees minus 3,335. So my, let's just call it minus 3,300. Rays are 20 to 1. Blue Jays are 25 to 1. The Rays at 20 to 1 aren't interesting. Five games out in the loss column, the way the Yankees are playing. I'd like a little more. I'd like a little more, but boy, 20 to 1. It's tempting. It's certainly tempting because the Yankees are just in free fall mode. I don't think I would. I wouldn't make a big bet on it just because I would like a little bit better of a number. But hey, if the Rays if the Rays sweep them this weekend and the Yankees are off today, the Rays are off today. If the Rays sweep the Yankees this weekend, you're gonna wish you took that twenty to one. So that's right in the range of where you would want want to play it. Not quite. I would like like twenty five thirty to one, but twenty to one is certainly interesting. Is the Yankees are just in complete. An utter meltdown free fall mode. Can't hit. Can't field. I can't blame Cole. Cole pitched fine. Cole was pitching really well. and I mean, he should have been out of the inning with no runs. And that would have been no runs he gave up the entire game. You can't kill Cole. I There have been plenty of times where, hey, he gives up six runs against Seattle in the first. You knock him. There's been plenty of times. Boston last year. Boston the beginning of this year. Making excuses that the game started seven minutes late. So that's why I didn't pitch well. There's been plenty of times where you could knock Cole. Two errors behind him, and I know they called one of them a hit, but basically two misplays behind him, and then he gives up a home run, and that's his only mistake of the game is the home run. That you can't kill him for, especially to Otani. you got to line up with Otani and Trout. You're going to give a team five outs in the major leagues. You're going to get burned a lot of times, no matter who's pitching. So Yankees not in great shape right now. I still think, I mean, you're up five games in the loss column, six overall. It is September. They should be able to hang on, should be able to. But who knows? They are so streaky, so inconsistent. Their pitching's in disarray. Sounds like they'll get Cortez back soon. But they've, I mean, and look at the guys they've given away between Montgomery, Sears. They could Waldachuk will make his debut tonight. Montas has been a disaster. So they, Tyone's hurt. There's a path here where the Rays really come back and make this tight. I don't think, life on the line, I don't think the Rays will come back and win it. I think the Yankees will squeeze out enough wins, play close enough to 500 this last month or so where they win the division. But I, I'm at the point now where I could see it getting tight. Although I still think the Yankees were gonna, are going to win. So Mets in really good shape. Mets are flying right now. Finally get done with the tough part of their schedule. And they are going to be on cruise control this last month. They should bury all these teams the last month. 
the Yankees, boy, it's funny. It'd be funny after all this time of the Yankees being up a million games and the Mets being in a pennant race, if it flip-flops where the Mets run away with it, which I don't think they will because Atlanta's still really good. And then the Yankees are the team in the pennant race. So we'll keep an eye on all of it. But coming up next, Ryan Rothstein will talk some NFL, get into some college. That is next. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and back your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Must be 21 or older, available in New York only, void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 8778 HOPE NY. All right, we are back. New York City Cast, Bet River Sportsbook. Let's do a little crossover. Philadelphia City Cast, Ryan Rothstein, probably getting ready for the parade with the Eagles as they have been declared the Super Bowl champions by the media and so many of these people. Ryan, what's up, man? What's uh, what's the plans here for the parade? <laughs> uh, to burn it down, or, or to you know just do whatever we can to bring people at, you know into reality and out of their dreamland. Are you not buying the hype? Because, I mean, the Eagles, for everyone, anyone who hasn't been paying attention, the Eagles is everyone's sleeper team. And once you become a sleeper team, I feel like the Eagles, the Lions, and I hate to say it, the Vikings, too. Everyone loves the Vikings. Never seems to work out where everyone's right. The Vikings are such a trendy team. So are the Eagles. So are the Lions. On different scales. Nobody's picking the Lions to go to the Super Bowl. But everyone high on the Eagles. Are you not buying it? Uh, no, I'm, I'm really not. I mean, it, it's annoying how, like, how loud this hype is. Uh, I just... Like, listen, this team has done an excellent job this offseason getting better, uh, upgrading a lot of different areas of need, particularly on defense. Obviously, the big name is A.J. Brown on offense, but Howie's done an excellent job on defense. But when you don't know what the quarterback is, when you don't know what the head coach is, when you don't know what the defensive coordinator is, when you're not sure of the new offensive coordinator who's calling plays, like, let, let's let's pump the brakes. I mean, I still think this is going to be a tough, uh, a tough division for them to win with Dallas, and I think Washington could win this division, too. Any feeling on the Giants? Think they'll be uh, any better, a little bit better? I mean, it'd be hard for them to be worse. I, I think they'll be a little bit better. Like, I, yeah. I think they'll be better than maybe some people expect them to be. But that's six like... Six wins, seven wins, something like that? Yeah. Like, I, I think their ceiling's like six, seven wins, don't you? I think they have a higher ceiling. Not that it's likely. I mean, if you ask me right now, they're at Bet Rivers, seven and a half. I can't sit there and tie up my money until January, betting over, like, say, go to the counter and say, hey, I'm going to bet the Giants to go eight and nine. Right. I do see a scenario where they're healthier. Dayball gives them some good coaching. Barkley has something left, and they get, they surprise every, they shock everyone, get to nine wins. What, 10 wins is probably pushing it, but hey, there's always that team in the NFL, and we can get to that uh, with some of these rapid fire ones. There's always that team that nobody expects. The Bengals of last year goes worst to first. So I don't know that I expect that, but I could see a path where they have a pretty easy schedule, healthier, better coach. So I just can't tie up my money for that long, try, expecting this team to get to eight wins. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. <laughs> Let's, uh, you can throw some back at me. Let me just throw a few rapid fire ones at you. Do you have a team that was under 500 last year that you think will make the playoffs this year? Yeah, I mean, I have a, I have a couple, but I mean, couple, the first okay. one that I'm going to say I think is relatively obvious and boring, but uh, the Denver Broncos. Good one. Okay. Right. And, and thought of when I say that, so though, no, <laughs> sorry to cut you off there, but when I say that, I'm not necessarily as 
um, in love with them as some others, like similar to the Eagles conversation. They go seven and ten last year. I think it's a safe bet for them to go at least like ten and seven, nine and eight. Uh, I don't think they're like a Super Bowl team. Some do. It's funny. I think they're a very polarizing team. I've heard a lot of people say they're a Super Bowl team. I kind of, I'm in that camp. I mean, I can you see do. ways where it goes wrong. I just don't buy the idea that Wilson shot, and I think they have a good roster. I think two years ago he was the front runner for MVP. I think sort of like with McCarthy and Rodgers, where that marriage just got stale. I think it got stale with Wilson and Carroll. Bad offensive line. They were run heavy. I think he'll sort of get a new lease on life here with really good receivers. That's a good home field advantage. They're pretty good on defense. I could see them making a run. Now, I know some people say Wilson's not the same player. He didn't play well last year. I just think he came back too early from that injury. So I still think Wilson has something in the tank. I like the roster. So I'm high on Denver. But as I was going to say, that's a very polarizing roster where you hear people like me say, hey, that's a Super Bowl contender. You hear other people say, I don't even think they're going to make the playoffs. Which, look, in the AFC, you're going to have some really good teams make the playoffs. It could be a situation where Wilson has something left. They're a very good team. They win 9, 10 games, and they don't even get in because the AFC is just so ridiculously loaded. That's true. No, I think that's a good point. And uh, I'm a believer in Wilson. I mean, I wanted the Eagles to try and get him. That obviously didn't happen. But um, it, it's amazing how quickly people just write write off these like <laughs> these great quarterbacks in the NFL. And it's not like he's 38. I think he's 32, 33. He should have something left. I know he didn't play well at times last year. He doesn't run as much. But I would lean towards him having something left. And I'll give you my sort of sleeper here. Yeah. How about the Jaguars? I, I think they're 6-1 to one to win the AFC uh North, not, it's not the North, it's the South. Yeah. I just think if Meyer, going from Meyer to Peterson, who, look, you say what you want about him. He won a Super Bowl. He won a playoff game in the next year. He made the playoffs the year after that. Then he has one bad year. They fire him. I thought he did a pretty good job with Philly. If Lawrence is like 75, 80% as good as he's supposed to be, I think the Jags will be much better. You get ATN back in the mix. They don't, they have some decent receivers. Figure they'd be a little bit better on defense. They only forced nine turnovers last year. I could see Jacksonville rising up and being, I don't know, a 9-10 win team. Wow, 9-10 wins. I, I like easy. Jacksonville The South is easy. I mean, they always better. play the Colts well. Yeah, they play the Colts well. They get the Texans twice. They play the Giants. So if they're good, I mean, again, we see it every year. I don't know who the team's going to be. You're right. But there's going to be a team that we don't expect to, to rise up and win you know, double-digit games. You're, listen, you're, you're absolutely right. And it's uh, why not pick Jacksonville because – I love Doug Peterson. Uh, I think he's just an absolute stud, uh, and I think he's going to be able to do a really good job with that team, particularly in, you know, he has the potential to do it this year. So I, I hear you. I think that's a good one. Let's go the other way. Do you have a team that you think is overrated? Oof. I've, I have a few of them. Um, see, I, I threw Pittsburgh's a great team that's going to go, uh, you know, it's going to win nine games this year. You've talked about that as well, and I couldn't agree with you more with Mike Tomlin. So I'm not going to go Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, they're not overrated, but I'm just kind of scrolling through teams right now. Um, since he could have a down year, Tennessee could absolutely have a down year as well. Um, I think Tannehill could be on, like, the downside of his career a little bit. I'm curious to see what Derrick Henry looks like as he continues to get a little bit older. They lose key players all over the offensive side of the ball. Uh, so Tennessee, a team that had 12 wins last year, I think that's a team uh, that can easily win eight, nine games this year and end up below 500. So I'll, I'll go with Tennessee. I have a couple others, but uh, I'll let you throw one at me. That would have been one. I don't. I think people are sort of on to the scent with Tennessee that they got lucky last year to win whatever they won to be the one seed. Yep. So their numbers adjusted. It's down to nine. I still like the under, but that's a good one. 
I will say I don't know that they're overrated, but I just worry about the Rams doing it back-to-back years. They're so top-heavy with Stafford, Cup, Ramsey, Donald. They just have this sort of stars and scrubs model where if you lose a couple key guys, they've had a lot of luck staying healthy. If you lose a couple key guys, I could see it being an issue. I think their offensive line isn't as good. Schedule's going to be harder. I just think it's hard to climb the mountain again. So I'll say the Rams, not that they're overrated, but I could see them being disappointed. If you want to say overrated, just by the market, I know the Bills are really good, but if you look at the quarterbacks they played last year, there was a lot of bad quarterbacks. It was a lot of quarterbacks in bad weather. You know, they got Zach Wilson and Flacco and Mike White. And, you know, you go down the line, they played some really soft, uh, a really soft schedule of quarterbacks. So I don't know that I have the Bills as like the, the far and away best team. So I think they're slightly overrated. And I would definitely look to play an under on them. I, I still think they're a very good team. I think Allen's incredible, but I still think they're slightly overrated. I I, uh, I agree with you. It's it's sort of it, not sort of. It is weird how much love they've been getting, and it's almost like each off season and each season, like the public has to anoint a new team, right? And it's like, well, it's Buffalo's time now, right? It's like the Rams win last year. Tom Brady and Tampa are maybe a little bit out of sight, out of mind. It's Buffalo's time just by default. It's like they're the team. And I am I love me some Josh Allen, like you said, Will. Uh, but, man, I don't know. I think we got to pump the brakes a little bit, to your point. I agree. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's tough because they're going to be good. I do think Allen, and we can talk about MVP here in a minute because there's not a lot of great numbers. I think what's happened is Mahomes won the MVP at like 90 to 1 odds in 2018. Lamar was like 75, 80 to 1. The next year he won it. Aaron Rodgers in 2020 was 30 to 1. He won it. I think they're afraid to lay big numbers on these quarterbacks. So all the the mark the whole numbers are, are short and tightened here where you don't get a lot of great numbers on these quarterbacks. But I do think Allen, even though he's the short shot here around 7 to 1 at Bet Rivers, I could see a narrative perspective of the Bills came up short last year. The Bills are the best team. I think they're dying to give this award to Allen if he has a good year. Yeah, I I would tend to agree with that. Um, but he has to he has to have a really good year. Not that he's not capable of it. He's certainly uh, more than capable of it. But um, I'll throw some other names at you, and maybe do you have a sleeper uh, slash long shot MVP play? Maybe you want to throw out. I'll, I don't think I'll throw one out first. Yeah, I don't think there's any long shots. I think they took away the long shots. Too many of these long shots came through. I mean, I would say Wilson. I think he's like fifteen to one here. Bet Rivers. Is that a long shot? I mean, hey, if you get if you make a bet and you get a 15 to 1 payoff, that's a nice payoff. That's not like a bomb. I don't have yeah. anyone 70, 80 to 1 just because we know this. We know it's going to be a quarterback. And all the good quarterbacks are sort of short. And even Trey Lance, who people took a shot at 80 to 1, 100 to 1, he's even had his odd shrink. So I don't see anybody way down the line. I mean, could, could you convince me Cousins at long odds? Maybe. Uh, I'm curious what you think. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, even I, I think 20, 25 to 1. Uh, it is still a relatively long shot for me, just with the names that are associated. Like, how the hell is Jalen Hurts, the Eagles quarterback? He was 40 yeah. to 1 like a month ago. He's 25 to 1 today. Like, what? How? No, can't bet it. <laughs> uh, can't bet Derek it. Carr, 22, 25 to 1. It just doesn't, even, it doesn't I mean. even make sense. Yeah, I mean, Herbert's 10 to 1. Mahomes is 9 to 1. Allen, 7 to 1. Brady, 9 to 1. Uh, I, I have concerns about Tampa, him missing all that time, the offensive line. There would be a narrative that Brady, if he could do this at age 45, I could see them giving it to Brady. Do you want to play that at 9-1? to one? I'm not so sure. Are we sure Wilson, that's Tom Brady? I know. It's been are strange. We, are we it's positive a, that's not an alien? 
<laughs> it's been a strange offseason, though. He retires, he unretires, he gets the coach fired, he's missing for two weeks. Definitely been a strange offseason. They don't have Gronk, they don't have Antonio Brown, they're missing linemen, Godwin's hurt. Their schedule's tougher. Tampa would worry me, too, a little bit. I think it's going to get real ugly for them. And, yes, I am the jackass that is predicting, uh, you know, negativity with Tom Brady. Because <laughs> it's mean, never I, happened. I know. That I've been, it, it's a back and forth between, all right, he's going to cool off at some point. But, I mean, it's just it's like betting against LeBron in basketball. It's just a bad bet where he, he's going to make you look bad. I, I mean, it's going to happen at some point. He's 45 years old. It's going to happen at some point. Maybe this is the year. Um, but usually, you know, betting against betting against Brady is not a great bet. And, and you make no, the point. It's not. These, these odds, really. I mean, two of fifty to one. Cousins, I guess, forty to one. I mean, I'd like a little more. It's just very hard to find a number here that you like, and you can pretty much scratch off anybody who's not a quarterback. Yeah, I, I Derek Carr and the and the Raiders are interesting to me. You know, I I don't know if I would actually bet Derek Carr, but I've heard some others, like even on on Veasan. Uh, throw Derek Carr out as a once long shot. You know, he's 25 to 1 right now at Bet Rivers. I don't know what you think and feel about the Raiders this year, Will. Kind of torn because I think they'll be better, but I think they won a lot of close games last year. That's a brutal division. I I would need more than 25 to 1 on, on Carr. We just need a little more. Yeah. No, nah, I would agree. Um, anything else you like in terms of futures? Have you bet any rookie of the year stuff? Anything else jump out at you? No, I haven't really touched any. Well, no, that's a lie. I I, I did like Nicobe Dean um, for the Eagles for defensive rookie of the year at fifteen to one. Uh, I also am interested in Jordan Davis for the Eagles for defensive rookie of the year. Uh, he was slightly ahead at ten to one. Uh, so both of those guys have have potential. We'll see how much playing time Nicobe Dean gets, but uh, a lot of some Eagles coaches want him to be the starter. You know, right from the rip here. Uh, and if that's the case, I think he has a, a hell of a chance to win the defensive uh, ROI award. I didn't do anything on offense, though. Offensive rookie, offensive rookie of the year, it's so strange because we don't have any quarterbacks in the, that are going to play unless Pickett plays. So you get, I mean, a lot of these random wide receivers who went in the fourth, fifth round, you think you get them at long odds, sort of with the quarterback market. Their odds are all shortened, too, where there's not a lot of, you know, value i would say on some of these guys unless you, you go down way, way down the board here because the guy dobbs on green bay has short odds now as you go to bet rivers you'd have to go way down the board and again you don't even know what playing time with some of these guys so uh, i liked robinson the washington running back who was going to start but that bet does not seem to be <laughs> does not seem to be like it's going to be a good one um as he, just a strange story man he got shot in a carjacking a couple times sounds like he's okay best case scenario and he might actually play this season at some point. But it's uh, it's definitely a strange year here for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, that story was absolutely uh, wild, by the way. But, um, yeah, I, I don't really have anything that stands out for that. A uh, couple of thoughts there with the Defensive Rookie of the Year award. Um, I, I did hammer Dallas Goddard over 725 receiving yards. I thought that was a great one. I think he's, as long as he stays healthy, I think he's someone for the Eagles that uh, – is going to finish close to a thousand yards, so I thought that number was a little bit low that Bet Rivers put out there for him. But um, yeah, that's that's really the only ones I have. I haven't really played any season win totals. I don't know if you have, if you want to throw any out there. But I'm like everybody else. I think the Bears are going to be terrible. I like their under. I like the Jets under. I like the Titans under. Yeah. Um, I'd like the Jags over, but. I think there's better value on them. Just take a, a stab at them. I think they were plus 450 to make the playoff, something like that. So I like them at bigger odds.
I think the NFC is wide open because Rodgers is older. He lost Adams. Brady, all of those issues with Tampa, he's 45. Uh, if you look around the NFC, it's not a great conference. Uh, the, the, there could be a sleeper. I almost wanted to pick Carolina. I think Carolina could be way better than people think. I just don't know about Super Bowl with them. No, yeah, I don't know either. I just That's pretty good, though. That's a good defense. That's a pretty good quarterback. I know McCaffrey always gets hurt, but if you can keep him healthy. He needs um, to stay healthy. He never can. He never does. He just does. And I, I don't. I'm not a believer in rule. Maybe he wins me over. Not that he oh, needs me to for me, but you know, I, I just, I don't believe in him. Good college coach, but I don't. Yeah, I it. totally agree. Very conservative. Loves to punt on like fourth and inches. I am not a fan. No. Yeah, me either. I, I would be surprised if this isn't his last season. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. All right, man. You got anything else? This was good. This was short and sweet. What else you got? No, nah, man. I mean, I think we uh think we did a good job of running through the, all those topics there for the NFL. So I'm I'm good if you are. Maybe we'll get a Mets Phillies playoff series we can preview here in a month or so. Ooh, I hope so, man. Be a lot of fun. The Mets are really good right now. The Mets are really good. Yeah, I, they I killed that the would... Phillies too. They own Philly. <laughs> I know, right? It would be, it would probably be a bloodbath, and that would mean the Phillies most likely beat the Braves. So in the in the first round playoff series, so it's probably you know pretty unlikely, but you never know. Yeah, that's true. It looked like for a while it was going to be Braves Padres, but the Padres haven't played well, and I thought for a minute it would be Phillies Cardinals, which would be. I mean, the Cardinals are good, but they're beatable. That's but what if I you get want. the Braves. Yeah. The Braves are really good. The Braves are a tough draw because they have pitching. They got a deep lineup. They got a little bit of everything. The Braves are a really good team. They're dangerous as all hell. I I, I like them to come out of the NL. Yeah, I still think I think I, I would be tempted to pick them against the Dodgers. I think it's going to be the Mets. I think the Mets. I think it's very hard to beat Degrom and Scherzer, and then you have Diaz at the back of the game. The Mets are just loaded with pitching. I know. So are the, the Braves though. Good. The Braves are. The Braves are. That'd be a great series, but it would. the Mets are going to win the division. The Braves are going to have to go through that extra round, and the Braves are going to be on the side of the bracket. The Mets are going to be the two seed. The Dodgers are going to be the one. So that yep. means the Braves and Dodgers knock each other off in the first round. So that's a much tougher path for Atlanta than the Mets. No, that's true. It's true. The Mets should be able to get to the, uh, you know, at least to the CS. All right, Ryan. This was fun, man. We'll do this again soon. Appreciate it. Yeah, brother. No, thank you. Always a good time. All right, thank you to Ryan Rothstein. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Yankees off today. Mets and Dodgers. So by 7 o'clock tonight, baseball will be over. You can watch some college football. So college football this weekend, baseball weekend. Looking forward. We'll see you guys next time. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook.